Welcome to JBS, the Jersey Baseball Show. We are, uh, as we said, we have expanded New Jersey to include parts of Pennsylvania, fortunately. And one of the reasons why is so we could get today's guest on and make it be okay. It's Gavin Lill, the uh, star senior right-handed pitcher at Westchester East. You can see in the background, maybe he's uh, headed, there we go. We're headed to uh, University of uh, Pittsburgh in the fall. ACC baseball ahead. Welcome, Gavin. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be on here. Hundred percent. Let's uh, let's get going and let's uh, start the way we do with with most of our high school guys, which is, you know, you're playing some great college baseball coming up in a, in a year. We still got some high school before that, but we are headed off to the ACC and a and a and a great program at uh, Pittsburgh and. Talk us through that process and how we ended up at uh, with the uh, the yellow and uh, and blue. Yeah, so um, my process was pretty long. I uh, I drug it out for basically all of high school. Committed about this time last year. Um, really kind of got to see like what recruiting was and why colleges wanted you. Why colleges sort of were hesitant. And um, Pitt came along. And my dream was always to play in a, like a big time conference, right? So everyone's got that dream. Um, Pitt was sort of like the big, the first bigger conference school that I ever talked to. And um, sort of really stood out just because uh, the conversations I had with uh, Matt Rita, he's not there anymore, but right after Rita left, they picked it up right off of him. I mean, coach Mike Bell, everybody, it's just, absolutely amazing and what they were able to do last year was so fun to watch I remember sitting in my basement I was with my buddies we were playing Fortnite or something and I had the other tv on and they they swept Florida State and um one of our other commits was down there with a Florida State commit watching the game and he just kept sending us videos of this Florida State commit just like hands in his face just like so upset it was just awesome and I'm super excited um my official visit was awesome. Got to meet a lot of the guys and our recruiting class just really gets along well. So you can't really beat that. Yeah, it seems like they're taking a similar trajectory to, uh, you know, one of the programs over in Jersey and in, in Rutgers in that, you know, last year they both had some great stretches. You know, some you mentioned the Florida State series for, for Pitt. Rutgers goes out and sweeps Nebraska um you know and wins two out of three at Michigan and they they both were like there were parts of last season where people were saying NCAA tournament and you know just kind of fell short in the end because it's such a challenge to be up every week but great both again both schools with great re incoming recruiting classes um when you see ACC baseball now does, has it really hit in that like that's going to be you really soon yeah I mean I, I've been watching the games and it's just it's absolutely amazing. Like the competition level super high. Um, there's guys with all sorts of like tools and abilities 
And to be able to like know that I will be competing at that is something that like I obviously have to prepare for. And probably gonna get smacked in the mouth when you get there without a doubt but it's all about kind of like adapting to that and learning the way and the pace of the game once you get there so yep. i'm super excited and baseball is a really a sport of how you do respond when you get smacked in the mouth because i don't know anybody who hasn't you know yeah Definitely. um you see the depth in that conference right last year it was i think duke and and virginia were in the the championship uh game and and or I'm sorry, Duke and NC State, you know, having great run. Duke won the title, NC State, you know, got to the, the final four of the NCAA. Virginia is always in the World Series. And then you realize they were like some of the lower seeds in the conference during the season, right? It's, it's almost, it's probably every bit as good as the SEC now. Yeah. I mean, I remember my buddy uh, was saying, like, when Duke won, they were like, oh, the projections, it said, like the ACC tournament, it said uh, Duke needed a miracle. and they kind of proved that it was no such miracle because they just went on and kept tearing it up. But yeah, it was, it was really cool. Yep. Yep. So other than getting as much blue and yellow into your wardrobe as possible now, yeah. um, what, what else are we doing to get ready for college baseball at that level? Yeah. So obviously getting stronger. Um, something that's been really big with me recently is, getting a lot more explosive and fast. And that's sort of just like the baseline, right? Your body needs to be able to do these things in order to get to where you want to go. But one thing that's really, really made me like realize that I need to be a lot better of a pitcher. Like um, in live at bats recently, it's uh, sequencing. I really need to work on sequencing, having consistency in my off speed and pairing pitches up. So that's something that I've been able to like sort of learn with um, all the pro guys that come in. Like I, I get off pretty early on my Fridays. So that's when they go live over there and to just like listen in on the conversations that they've been having literally like during at bats, after at bats, in between pitchers, it, it is absolutely insane what those guys actually think about and seeing pitches that no one's going to be able to touch get turned around for home runs in in a facility in February is so cool it's it's awesome and it's a great environment to like be around yeah you're talking about ascent obviously um you know over in uh Chester County right it's in Chester County uh it's it's Delco it's Delaware County like right it's it's kind of weird Garnet Valley Concord area yeah yeah, you know, the great sites, it was uh, formerly MSI, which a lot of people are going to still know it as. But, you know, uh, Jeff Randazzo, uh, Tom Cockle, uh, George Zirkel, the, the pitching guru over there. Yeah. Um, tell us about Ascent, because you know, that was the, uh, the MLK Invitational. That was the first my first chance to see you throw live. Um, you know, tell us what guys over here in New Jersey are you know, don't know about Ascent and what, what it's meant to you. Yeah. So I'll, all right. So here's one of the things where I'll have to break this down for pretty, pretty long. Um, so it all started like four years ago. Um, me and the hitting coach, Chase Miller, um, he like, my mom taught him and we ended up buying the house that he like, he was 
moving out of. So this is the house that Chase Miller grew up in. And um, he always played baseball and he was getting into coaching. So he would pick me and this other kid up um, before my freshman season, every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. And before school's on, before school on Tuesday and Thursdays, we would throw behind Kmart the there's like a, a Kmart parking lot with a huge like thing behind it. We would throw there and then we would go and lift in the LA fitness. And like looking back at it, I, I was 14 and I was like, wow, like I don't, I woke up every day at like 445, like almost every other day at 445 to do this. You go throw in the Kmart parking lot. Yeah, no, I used to get like clown for it. They're like, oh, you're throwing the Kmart parking lot a little bit more. I was like, hey, and I was like, man, they're right. I'm throwing a Kmart parking lot. I didn't realize how like cool it was. But um, after that, uh, Chase was saying, he was like, there's, there's not much more I can do for you. Like we are doing some pretty generic stuff. I'm trying to study for you and help you out. Like he's done more for me than anyone, like I could ever imagine. And I thank him for that. But uh, he was like, you got to go over this place, which was MSI. Right. So I eval that summer after um, after my school season and I'm throwing 79. I think I'm 150 pounds. And I don't know. I think George, George was like, oh, wow, like, you know, you're pretty good. I was like, well, I was I was like, yeah, like I'm pretty good. But <laughs> I didn't I didn't really like realize it because the the freshmen that eval now are throwing like 85 and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is nuts. And there's a ton of guys over there that have been there forever. But um, recently we'll get back to the ascent thing. I sort of just had to tell the origin story. Um, it's amazing. So one thing that we really pride ourselves on is having our strength coach, our pitching guy and our hitting guy all communicating about athletes at once, right? So you have Rob Urbina, absolutely amazing um, who's gonna yep who's gonna give you your strength program after obviously you go through the eval process of like learning how you move and what are your weaknesses um then he's gonna walk you down you're gonna talk to george george obviously is gonna take that report i literally see him he takes the paper they talk about oh he's got this that that and george's like yeah i can see that in his movements and everything throw a bullpen then i'll go hit and chase can like look at the paper see how he throws and you can basically tell how, not how a kid's going to turn out because you never know about that. It's all about like commitment and stuff like that, but you can see like, Oh, this is how this kid is going to progress. And like throughout the off season, it's nuts, but um, it's really cool because of the environment and the amount of guys that are in there and the quality of guys that are in there now. And it's not just the talent pool where there's so many kids in this area, which there are, but these kids you see now, like our 2024 class, we have a leaderboard of uh, Velos and it's like the top five kids. Um, the top five, the slowest thrower throws 88. It's nuts. And the slowest thrower throws 88 through like 79 a year ago or a year and a half ago. So it's really not all about they've been there for so long and everything like that. It's sort of like, this process has grown them into what they are because they buy in and show up every day. So, I mean, I can't talk enough about it. I can't talk enough about the people 
but that's sort of just like a taste of it. And it's a one-stop shop for everything you need, no matter what. Yeah. Now you were 150 then. How big are you now? Um, I'm 225. Yep. Six, three, right? Six, three. Yep. Yeah. You're, you're not a, no, were you, you were tall and skinny or you just hadn't grown? I was like five, I was five, 10, five, 11 that time. That's not bad for a, uh, going to a ninth grader. No, no, it wasn't bad at all. It was just like the weight every off season was absolutely complete change body weight and like, look, it was nuts. Yeah. And now, like I said, now it's, uh, you got the size. It's, it's just figuring out how to move that, I guess, ideally. And right. You, know, yeah. you want to move like a, a, a lighter guy and, you know, have the strength of a bigger guy. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so since most of our watchers are in New Jersey, we've got to tell everybody why Pennsylvania Southeastern PA baseball is, is better and, and, and why, yeah it was worth annexing, you know, into our territory and calling you New Jersey, but we know you're, you're not. Um, why, is, why is Pennsylvania baseball better? And yeah. Then- so <laughs> Pennsylvania baseball is better because um, yeah, obviously it's a bigger state, right? So I don't know if there's more people, but it's definitely a bigger state size wise, but with PA, like you've got like the suburbs and then you've got, city and then you've got every other sort of thing you can right so there's different kinds of baseball everywhere um my league is the chessmont and it's a public high school baseball league but it's surprisingly very very competitive and very good i'd say over like six to eight teams there's probably like 10 to 15 division one guys maybe more than that and those are the guys that have just like already committed and everything like that. There's probably more than 15 or something like that. I don't have the exact number, but every year it's, it's pretty big time. It's, it's weird to say because it's like, there's a lot of things around like public high school baseball in different States and stuff like that. But in our area, each league is pretty stacked. And then there's like the interact, which is really nuts with their talent. Yeah. And it's, it's so cool. Like on Saturdays, uh, Malvern prep, I'll just go watch them because I mean, we don't play on Saturdays, so they play like 60 games. So might as well just go see my guys play there, but it's nuts. There's some crazy talent in PA that nobody even like discovers. Like you might have this kid who plays Legion baseball, never been to like PBR or perfect game. And then he goes to, let's say like Bucknell and hits like 500. You, no one knows who he was, but he's always been that good. It's nuts. It's so, and I think you, you mentioned it. It's just the side there's, it's so much in PA and I know the PBR people do as much as they can and you just can't, there's just too much. There's too much talent. There's too much developed talent. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned Malvern prep you know, one of the best teams in the country, you, you got uh Bonner's going to be one of the best teams in the country, you know, in the, in the Catholic league, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty cool to see so many different teams coming out of different types of baseball too. I mean, and, and you're a fan and you've got guys all over from Ascent. Yeah. You, uh, you enjoy watching it as almost as much as, I mean, I'm sure not as much as playing, but, but yeah. almost as much. Yeah. I mean, live at bats, we have, 
we have 23 guys that which is like not all of our pitchers so we have 23 guys who throw on that saturday so i have to get there at like 8 30 and sign up on the board make sure i get like i got i showed up at 8 30 and i got like the second inning and i was like wow these guys are really showing up early but um i just sit there and hang out like all day it's four hours we did four hours of live at bats it's nuts and that's it's it's incredible how like it three years ago it was me and six other guys if we're lucky throwing live and like four hitters like jackson rutecki like four guys legitimately now we have like 40 hitters um probably like 30 pitchers maybe like 60 hitters but not everybody can come in on Saturdays, yeah, but it's crazy like that we can offer that. It's nuts. Yeah, and and you see the the talent. You see so many guys at the uh, at the MLK um, invite that were sent guys. Yep. Um, you know, it's just it's just a really amazing kind of cool thing to to watch. You know, you you ever think realize how fortunate you are to sort of be come in at the ground level kind of as, as the place was developing. Yeah. I mean, that's, I work there too. So I've been there for years. I've worked there for a year now. And I, like, I see it all. I mean, being there for so long is definitely like a plus because if someone needs help, like obviously someone's walking around with their program, like we get these paper programs you could just tell they're waiting for like Rob or Kiana to like ask a question and just like walk over like hey man like i've been here I, i've seen every exercise that he's given out like just like you can ask me if you need any help or anything like that and it's i mean it's a super intimidating like environment to walk into so all these kids are very intimidated but once you like work them in it's it's crazy how good they can get what you know you you've had the chance to play all over the country in events what makes and and with guys from all over the country what makes you know northeast baseball whether it's new jersey whether it's southeastern pa you know what makes it special compared to these guys who are playing year round outdoors on the on the national level yeah definitely so being all over the country and seeing all these talented guys up in pa like up north if you really want to go to these like big southern schools you have to make a name for yourself that's so big i feel like because down there, like they see you a lot. They see how you play in game. But up here, I feel like you have to check all the boxes because I feel like there's so many guys up here that get underlooked and they could play at all these high levels, but they end up batting like 400, 600 somewhere where they're making an immediate impact and practically like the biggest part of the team very early on. It's like guys have to figure out a way to get better. It's not just automatically seeing 95, seeing 96 and everything like that. You have to like see it from a machine. Your first few live at bats are going to be terrible. It's, it's, it's a grind, but you'll adapt. Like if you don't adapt, then you might not want to try to find, like you might want to play football or something. <laughs> not everybody's your size. Not everybody yeah, can play football. Ever uh, had that ever been a, an option for you? Oh, so this this year, our football team struggled. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to call the guys out, and I love the guys, but 
we were like three and seven, I think, two and eight or three and seven. Every time I was like, man, like I, I could totally play football right now. But I feel like if I played football, I don't know, obviously I, I did. I, I have played football before. Like I, when I was younger, I was like a super skinny nose guard and I was terrible. So there's a good chance I could be terrible again, but hopefully I can make somebody else look terrible in the process. But quarterback was never a thing. I've, I've seen your arm. Yeah, quarterback. No, I would. Uh, I would uh, fumble the snap every single time. So they just stuck, <laughs> me, at, they stuck me at nose guard. Yeah. All right. Um, that's and that's why you're a pitcher, I guess. You don't have to. You're not an infielder. Yeah. No. Nope. Not not an infielder. No. Not at all. Happy with the PL life at this point. I'm happy with it. I mean, there was like freshman year was hard, you know, because like. I was like, it was either like, oh, hit on JV or like pitch a little, pitch someone on varsity. And I was like, yeah, pitch like on varsity, come on. So I got the cool jacket and everything like that. But then I just completely lost how to hit. And recently, like we got the hit tracks. So I was like, I'm not like I'm hitting. That's what I'm going to do. I, I had, I, when I was like, I was shut down for like two weeks to like ramp back up. So all I did was lift and hit, lift and hit, lift and hit. So that was fun for a bit. Like I'm on the leaderboard for all like, the exit velo stuff and like distance and stuff like that. But I just can't do, I can't do like the real stuff. No, no. And certainly not when you're facing it in the mid nineties every day in the ACC, there's, there's no, fortunately you will not be one of those people who thinks they can go to college and hit still. Yeah, no, thank you. Sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Favorite part of PO life. Favorite part of PO life. All right. I think it's going to be, uh okay yeah um it's definitely got to be like showing up to summer games and my aviators and my water jug with just my glove and like slides like full uniform but like aviators glove slides Mm -hmm. and just hanging out um I had a lot of fun this summer just doing that because it was was, the weather was nice you know like we were winning a little bit so just like kick back and just bring the energy because like if you got like 10 POs that are just hanging out, that's 10 guys on the bench that could be yelling. So you might as well yell. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, that's uh, the best thing you can do during the game. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, favorite team, professional sports could be baseball, could be other sports. The Phillies. It's just gotta be the Phillies. Simple as favorite, that. Favorite player. Oh, mm. man, I, I don't give much thought into this. I don't really, I don't know why I don't, but I do, like, I enjoy Shane Bieber. I enjoy his pitch mix and the way he pitches. So when you're you're watching players now, and, and obviously we got a favorite team, but that doesn't mean that, I mean, you still got plenty of favorite guys that you're just looking at more guys you watch, enjoy watching pitch then. Yeah, definitely. I'm not a huge like watcher, but the lockout college baseball, I've been, I've been tearing, I've been tearing it up. I was watching the, um, what was it? Uh, Michigan, Mich- no Mississippi State. Whoops, versus uh, Long Beach State. Yeah. Oh, that was that was nuts. I mean, we were it was basically going frame by frame because of the stream, but it was that was one of the that was one of the craziest things i was just like so excited each pitch i was like jumping out of my seat it was so fun yeah no connection to either team but it's just it's baseball and it's college yeah oh my god something about that magic yeah 
says a lot of our Jersey guys are big Chipotle people uh, for better or worse. Is that, is that, does that, does that cross state lines or do you have another preference on, on that type of food? That definitely crosses state lines. Uh, I feel like that's a go for anywhere that actually has Chipotle. Um, this little hack, you got to get double rice and double meat, but I'm telling you, if you get the double rice, then they'll feel like they have to put more meat on it. It's just, it's delicious. You, you, and you can't avoid it. Like if you pass it on the way home from something, you, you can't avoid it. It's, it's just there and it's always good. No matter what, even if you get a bad bowl, it's good. So one, one, one part of high school baseball, you will miss next year. Um, I think I'm just going to miss my friends who, um, who aren't going to play college baseball, which I tried to force them all into, but I gave up after <laughs> they decided they tried, decided not to like, I'm going to miss that. Uh, sort of like the looseness of my friends and how they know that like failure is inevitable, but they fail a little less than they did the, the day before. They are very appreciative of it, appreciative of it. And like, I just love those guys, man. It's, it's fun being around them because all they want to do is have fun. And in that having fun is winning, but they, they really know how to stay loose and enjoy it. Yeah. One thing that we don't know about Gavin Lill. Oh, I've been able to unicycle for a while. Really? Yeah, we would learn it in elementary school. So I have a unicycle. I don't I don't do it often, but it's not like riding a bike. You can't really just remember it. But like five minutes, I'm I'm riding up and down my driveway pretty good. You have you have video proof of, of your unicycle ability that we can. Uh, I don't know if I have video proof, but I, I think I still have my unicycle. <laughs> uh, and why would you have one if you couldn't ride it right i mean that makes yeah sense. exactly yep but nobody just has a random unicycle collection in their house i don't think no but it is funny me me and all my elementary school friends like i have a buddy down the street i think he has one too <laughs> we just it was like one thing that our our elementary school teacher did he was awesome he taught us how to unicycle it was like you got to go through the progressions of like these steps of something and then once you get like once you climb the rope, once you climb climb the net wall, you can start trying to unicycle. And I would always like try to finish everything, and I would learn to unicycle. I was like fourth through fifth grade. Got it. Never lost it. Well, you gotta you gotta you gotta practice that though. I do. I actually have a like for my high school. It's called Mister East. It's like a pageant show. So I'm probably that's gotta be your skill. Yeah. That does. That really does. I didn't even think about that. Can you juggle? And can you juggle on a unicycle? I cannot juggle at all. Okay. I can do the one hand one where you like throw the ball off and catch. I can't do the two hands. Yeah, that's that's not juggling. That's having a catch, I think. With yeah. Hands. Yep. <laughs> what is uh, um, one thing on your bucket list? Oh, one thing on my bucket list. I really want to go. My dad just went to uh, Fenway and he went, he went up on the green monster and he said that would be the coolest way to watch a baseball game. The monster. So yeah. I think, I think that, I think that's a bucket list. I mean, I don't, I don't put much thought into it, but like that immediately popped into my head. Yeah. Um, if you could be major D one level at any other sport, what are you picking? Hmm. I say football because uh, the money now with the NIL stuff. <laughs> okay. 
So we got to find you some NIL deals is what it sounds like you're saying. Here. Yeah. Trying to figure that stuff out. We'll see. I don't know like all the rules, but I don't know if high school guys can get them, but I see a few kids who have them in high school. So yeah, you got a couple, a couple months. It won't matter. Yeah, true. So it sounds like we need an aviators deal. We need a unicycle deal. We need a Chipotle deal. Anything else we need to get? Uh, I don't know. Chipotle, Chipotle. I'll just double Chipotle. <laughs> um, one thing in your pregame routine that that has to be there and is definitely going to carry over to college. Oh yeah. All right. Um, one thing in my pregame routine is I kind of like to take a walk by myself. Um, I've sort of uh, had to uh, alter the walk before games. I would get really hyped up and like just start like getting super hype and then by the by the first thing like i would just be burnt out yeah yeah so i like i like to go on a walk put my earbuds in breathe like make sure i'm i'm slow i'm calm and then sort of like once i warm up i'm 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 locked in one thing you've learned through all this that you would tell somebody just starting high school all right um no matter what you do always trust in yourself and trust the process because there's going to be things that get in your way. It's inevitable. Like no matter what you do, you're going to fail. Um, don't be okay with failing, but be okay with it's a part of the process. And when you fail, there's not always a reason for that. Sometimes it just happens because it's supposed to happen. And that's what you need to be okay with. It's only failure if you give up. Yep. Yeah. Gavin Lill, our guest today, thank you. Thank you for uh, always repping Pennsylvania well. Yeah. Uh, whether it's our uh, Joe Burrow contest, whether it's on the mound, whether it's headed out to uh, to Pitt next year, which we know you'll do great. Look forward to getting out to see you at, uh, at, at East this, uh, this spring and uh, we'll have to do this again. Yeah, thank you. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Gavin Lill, our guest, it's JBS. We look forward to seeing you guys out at the field.